My name is Luke Brown. I'm 11 years old and I live in Waterford City. I'm going to ask Santa for a new iPad and a case for it. I'm Zoe, Luke's sister, and I'm eight years old. And this year I'm asking Santa for an LOL OMG Remix airplane and an Lego Arendelle castle. I've never seen a real elf, but we get elves on the shelves every year. I called my elf Padawan. My elf is a girl elf and I call her Snowflake. Her two elves are a little bit bold and sneaky. They like to play tricks on us every morning. One morning we came down and they were climbing the Christmas tree. They took my Nintendo Switch and they started playing games on it. They mark us on the scoreboard. Boards and some days they mark us bad marks and some days they mark us good marks. And I don't think it's funny when you get bad marks because I don't like when that happens. They're always sitting there with a cheeky smile and we have to work out what they're after doing now. They just run off on Christmas Day and abandon us. Wake up, guys! He's here! He came again! It was December 1st in the Brown House, and Mam was calling excitedly up the stairs to Luke and Zoe. There he was, Rodney, their elf on the shelf. Every year it was the same. Rodney would come on the 1st of December and stay until the 24th. But unlike most little elves on the shelves, this one was particularly cheeky mischievous and sometimes downright bold. Strange things always happened in the brown house that month. But Luke and Zoe loved waking up every morning to see what he was up to. Oh, they couldn't wait to go to school to tell all their friends he was back. Mam always got a laugh about it all, but Dad? Hmm, Dad was a different story. He didn't really do Christmas. Well, he did, but he never got too excited about it. And he'd say things like, yeah, well, Santa doesn't bring presents to everyone, you know. Some kids get left behind for no reason. And Dad did not like Rodney the Elf. Just something. I don't know, he could never explain it. He didn't like the look of him. The house fell silent as the Browns headed out the front door to school and to work that Tuesday morning. But not for long. Do you hear those little footsteps? Oh! <gasps> Those are the footsteps of little Rodney, the imposter elf on the shelf. Rodney looks like your typical little elf. All stripy trousers with a bell on his hat and his shoes curled up at the toe. But don't be fooled. Rodney is a bad elf and he works for the Anti-Claws. The Anti-Claws is one of the best kept secrets of the South Pole where he lives. He's the absolute opposite to Santa Claus in every way. He loves taking the joy from children at Christmas time and getting as many as he possibly can put on the bad list so that all they get is a bag of coal. And it's not even smokeless coal, it's that bad. But the Anti Claus had his magic stripped away from him years ago when Santa found out what he was up to. These days, he just hangs around in the South Pole headquarters giving instructions to his evil band of elves, of which Rodney is a member. 
Rodney has been visiting Luke and Zoe for 11 years now, and despite his best efforts to get the two children into trouble, he's never managed it, and they remain top of Santa's nice list. Only last week, the anti-clause told him that if he doesn't succeed this year, then he'll have to take a redundancy package and leave the South Pole. Rodney was under big pressure. So there he was, on that Tuesday morning, nosying around the house. Oh, I don't know, boy, what I'm going to do. I'm under wicked pressure now altogether. Them children is so well behaved, nothing I does gets them into any kind of trouble. Why do I even bother? I'd better up me game, though. The anti-clause is on me back. He's telling me to pull out the big guns and go to Code Red. Oh, God, I don't know if I can. The Code Red that Rodney was talking about was one of the worst things you can do in a home in Ireland. Surely this would land Luke and Zoe in so much trouble they'd be getting bags of coal forever. Up he went to the hot press. And with his tiny little hand, Rodney flicked the immersion switch to on. (gasps) And worse again, he put it to the bath setting. The family would be out for at least eight hours. Bubbling hot water would fill the tank like a volcano. Imagine the cost of the electricity bill. (gasps) Dad would go spare. Rodney was rubbing his little evil elf hands together, laughing at his own ingenious trick when he heard a loud thud at the window. That stupid cat. Is he still living here? E.T., the family pet, had been watching everything that Rodney had just done. E.T. hated Rodney. You see, the cat knew all about the evil elf. He'd witnessed many of his stunts down the years and he was wise to his wicked ways. Unfortunately, though, cats cannot talk and he had no way of telling the Browns. If Rodney was under pressure to get Luke and Zoe on the naughty list this year, E.T. was also under pressure to get rid of that elf for once and for all. When the family came home that evening, it was Mam who noticed how hot the water was. It was boiling. Dad's screams could be heard all across Waterford, into parts of Tipperary and Limerick. Luke and Zoe, which one of ye left that on? This is serious. Oh, love, it was probably me, said Mam. I must have done it when I was at the hot press this morning. Asher, look, we'll all have baths instead of showers this evening. What? Rodney's plan had backfired. He'd have to return to the South Pole tonight to give the anti-clause an update. He was not looking forward to this. Yeah, look, Auntie Claus, uh, I'm working on it now. Uh, uh, tomorrow now I have a big master plan up my sleeve. Yeah, no, honest to God now, I have to say it's all coming together nicely. <coughs> the Auntie Claus was getting impatient. All of his elves were coming back during December with the same story. The children were just too good. Another morning of the Browns heading out to school and to work. E.T. was staring in the window, waiting for Rodney to hop off the kitchen dresser. Poor E.T. He used to be allowed in the house all day. Up on the sofa, the beds. He could even open the fridge with his paw and get himself a slice of ham. But last year, Rodney had left puddles of diluted orange all around the house. The Browns thought E.T. couldn't hold his wee anymore and decided it was best if he stay outside from then on. Back in the kitchen, Rodney didn't waste a second. You needn't be looking in at me, you big fireball. Don't judge me, boy. I'm only doing my job. Rodney set to work. He saw Mam's brand new OK magazine, full of nonsense about celebrities and tips on how to lose £10 in 10 minutes for Christmas. What's she doing? I'd be staring. He brought the magazine up to Zoe's room and with her sharpie markers, he scribbled all over the pictures, on every page. 
<laughs> Mom loved reading those nonsense magazines. Zoe would get into big trouble for this. Now for Luke. Luke's dad loved music. He'd spend many a Friday night in the sitting room listening to his old vinyl records of show tunes when Mam had fallen asleep. They were his pride and joy. Not for long. Rodney picked up Dad's records and placed them all on Luke's bed. Panther of the Opera. Less miserable, what? Some fella Joseph in his jacket. The evil little elf proceeded to scratch each and every one of the records with his scissors. If you don't know about vinyl records, they're like thin plastic frisbees that play music. But if the frisbee part gets scratched, they won't work ever again. What was that? E.T. was at the window again, but upstairs. Rodney opened out the window, pushing poor E.T. off the ledge. Oh no! Rodney was delighted. And looking at the scratched records, he was sure Luke would be grounded for at least three months. He was just scratching his last record when he heard the key turn in the front door. Rodney didn't expect Dad to come home from work so early. What was going on? Gotcha! Dad had run up the stairs and caught Rodney right in the act. I knew there were strange things going on around here and I knew there was something bad about you, you little elf on the shelf me eye. Only for E.T. climbed up the bedroom windows to have a good look at you and the neighbours had to ring me in work to tell me he's dangling off the windowsill by his claws. I'd never have come home and found you. Now I know why I don't like Christmas. You were my elf on the shelf. But I called you something else. Uh, Uh, Warren, you called me. You were the reason Santa brought me bags of coal year after year. Nobody would believe me that I wasn't bold. And now you're trying to do the same thing to Luke and Zoe. Only E.T. must have noticed you and... E.T.? E.T.? With that, Dad ran outside to see the poor cat holding on for dear life to the upstairs windowsill. He'd need a ladder for this one. As Dad was busy trying to find the ladder in the very messy shed, Rodney, or Warren, or whatever he's called, made a quick escape. Thankfully, E.T. was rescued. But not before weeing on Dad's head as he climbed up the ladder. Well, he was terrified after all. Luke and Zoe could never figure out why Rodney just vanished. Dad didn't have the heart to tell them. They stayed on the good list that year, and every year. Dad built back up his record collection, and he got his Christmas joy back again. And Mam, well, she just went and bought more celebrity magazines anyway. As for Rodney, the Auntie Claus was furious with him, and he refused to pay him any redundancy money, and he made him take a retraining course on the art of being a good, bad elf. If you have an elf on the shelf, keep a good eye on him this December. Rumour has it the Auntie Claus has sent Rodney to a new home in the southeast, And someone there likes listening to RTE Junior. <laughs>